Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 2021 Major League Trade deadline is officially past us. And boy, was there a lot of stuff that went down. Join us as we break down the Yankees trades that they made to help bolster the roster for the 2021 postseason run. All this and more on this special edition of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to yet another edition, a special edition of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. On our last show, which just aired under 24 hours ago, Told you you were going to hear a lot more from me over the next couple of days. Well, Yankees were very active at the trade deadline. As I mentioned on the other show, I was not going to talk about it until they were officially done. Until the 4 o'clock buzzer hit and the Yankees came out impressive. And there's a couple of teams that made some really nice moves. And maybe we'll talk about them later on at the end of the show. But our focus is the New York Yankees. We're going to take you through each and every deal the New York Yankees made, and obviously, I'll give you my take on each move. But of course, find us on any podcasting platform. Make sure you subscribe to the show on there so you can get all the latest news and updates regarding our show. If you subscribe, you get new notifications when our latest episodes drop, so make sure you check that out. We're also very active on social media. If you were on Twitter the last couple of days, I've had a lot of retweets and all that good stuff and my own opinion on things. At Pinstripe Talk ND is our official page for the show. At Nick Delahanty is my own page. And of course, we're on Facebook by looking up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. 
Check out our website, delahantymedia.com, for all the latest news and updates regarding our brand. I don't want to waste any more time. My promotional plug, you guys know the drill by now. Let's jump right into the trades that the Yankees did in fact make. And it started when the Yankees traded two prospects to the Pittsburgh Pirates for Clay Holmes. Now, you may be wondering, who's Clay Holmes? Right-handed reliever, very good ground ball rate. However, he does have some issues with walking batters. Does not strike out a lot of batters, but nonetheless, he is a guy that when he does put the ball over the plate, he's able to induce a lot of ground balls. And what did the Yankees give up for him? Two shortstop prospects. Hoy Park, who a lot of Yankee fans were very high on, and Diego Castillo. Now, I want to focus more on Park than anything else. Park is a guy that the Yankees analytic team did not love. In fact, he was absolutely raking in AAA. However, they did not see him as a long-term big leaguer. I kind of got a little Rob Snyder vibe from him. I never thought that you know, he was going to be a great big leaguer. My biggest gripe was, and if, on social media I've said this, you mean to tell me he's not better than Tyler Wade and get a chance that way? I don't know. Just didn't make sense. But I do trust Brian Cashman and his crew. And there are guys, and, and a lot of the things you're going to see in the trade deadline, teams try to trade away their Rule 5 eligible players that they don't have room to cover once that time comes along. You know, the Rule 5 draft, if you're not on the 40-man roster, you could be selected. So maybe he was a guy that the Yankees couldn't protect or didn't want to protect at that. So they get a reliever they feel can help them right away. And he's a guy that, I don't know how the Yankees plan on using him, but he should make an impact at some point. Now, fast forward two days. This one was rather surprising to me because I woke up to this one. The Yankees traded Justin Wilson and Luis Sessa to the Reds for a player to be named later. Now, it wasn't surprising to see Wilson go. Trust me, I understand why. Yankees signed them this offseason, hoping they would catch lightning in a bottle, get them back on track. However, it did not work out. He just was brutally terrible. And in order to get rid of his contract and not have to eat the salary, the Yankees had to attach something of value to it. And that's where Luis Sessa comes in. Now, Three years ago, if you would have told me that I would be sad that Luis Sessa got traded, I would have laughed at you. I could not stand the guy. Yankees Nation could not stand the guy. He was not very good. He had his bumps and bruises, but he has really turned into a solid reliever. Yeah, he's not a guy that you want closing games for you. He's not that electric, but he's a guy that out of the bullpen, you can rely on him to get you six or seven outs. You could bring him in for long stretches. He could pitch in high leverage situations. He's a guy that's not afraid of the moment. And I feel like he embodied what the New York Yankees were and that he was another guy that just got it. So I think that in the clubhouse, they're going to miss him. I think that in the bullpen, they're going to miss him. But I understand the logic as to why Brian Cashman made the trade. Free up some more cap space for the other moves that he wanted to make and then go ahead and get rid of somebody who wasn't in their future plans. So apparently, their time with Luis Sessa is up. But you got to credit him. The guy battled. He worked hard. He gave him everything he had. 
and Yankee fans should really be appreciative of what Sessa brought to the table. It did not start right, but he did end off his Yankee tenure having arguably his best big league season so far. Now, obviously, this trade was kind of a precursor to what to expect because the Yankees have some cap room to work with and you expected them to make a move. Well, they went back-to-back days making major splashes. Number one, Joey Gallo. We've all heard the speculation about Gallo over the last couple of weeks, how he's a perfect fit in Yankee Stadium. He's a guy under club control. Well, the Yankees love him defensively, offensively. He gives them what they need. A powerful left-handed bat. Gets on base 38% of the time. So it just felt like he would be a good mix with this Yankees lineup. And the deal started off, it appeared to be huge. Eight players in total, six from the Yankees, two from the Rangers. Yankees were going to get a reliever, John King as well. But his medicals kind of came back iffy. He's on the injured list currently. So they do get Gallo along with Joely Rodriguez, a left-handed pitcher, also with a high ground ball rate in exchange for right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto, second base prospect Josh Smith, shortstop prospect Ezekiel Duran, and second base prospect Trevor Haver. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight. The Rangers went for quantity over quality. They could have demanded some of the Yankees' top 10 prospects, and Major League Baseball's pipeline has none of these guys in their top 12, but there's others that have them rated higher. They could have went for better prospects and taken less, but the Rangers, who are clearly in rebuild mode, decided we want the bulk. We want to bring in four guys that we feel have a future in our organization. The guys that stand out to me, Smith and Duran, obviously, I think have a lot of potential, but again, the Yankees have a lot of middle infield depth where they were able to tap into that to make this deal happen. And then, obviously, Glenn Otto is a guy that has really bursted onto the scene. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's had some really good numbers of late. But again, how many right-handed pitching prospects do the Yankees have amongst their system? It is an overhaul. So, again, another surplus, and give credit to Brian Cashman, tapping into that. And Halver's a guy who the Yankees... And many around the league don't expect to stay at second base. More of an outfield type. Defensively, he's really not there at second. But he's got a lot of power and scales think that his back could keep him in the lineup. So, yes, in order to get something, you have to give up something. And the Yankees did just that. So, you got to give them credit for trying. You got to give them credit for going out there and getting the bat. But once we found out that the Rangers were adding cash into the deal... And now Brian Cashman, actual cash to pay for Gallo and Rodriguez's deal for 21, the remainder of it, you knew that the Yankees weren't done. And you could point to Trevor Story. You could point to maybe a Jose Barrios. But no, the Yankees hit us with a complete wild card. They acquired Anthony Rizzo from the Chicago Cubs. What did they give up? Outfield prospect Kevin Alcatara and pitcher Alexander Vizcaino. Again, Yankees tapping into their extended depth to make this happen. Those guys ranked 9th and 12th, respectively, according to Major League Baseball's pipeline. You know, I tweeted it earlier in the day on Thursday, and I said I would love to see Anthony Rizzo in the Yankee uniform, but I didn't think it was going to happen given that they had Luke Voigt on the way back. Now, 
Rizzo checks off every box you would look for if you're the Yankees. Number one, good on base guy, left-handed bat, has the ability to hit for power. His line drive swing will fit well in the Bronx. Good clubhouse guy, plays the game the right way, great defensively. Yeah, he's in a down year, but he's still a very good first baseman. And if you look at the Yankees' numbers, their first basemen have been terrible this year. They're in the bottom half of the league in batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, you name it. They're very bad. So Rizzo is a huge, huge addition and a Brian Cashman ninja-type move because nobody expected it. Everybody was looking at Trevor Story. Nobody expected the Yankees to pivot and go get Anthony Rizzo, especially on a rental deal. Now, can Rizzo be extended? I think so. If they stay under the luxury tax like they anticipate, I could see the Yankees trying to bring him back. Maybe they go after a Freddie Freeman. Who knows? But this deal left a little bit of uncertainty on the Yankees roster because there are a couple of guys that become the odd man out. And it did serve as like a precursor to dictate that more moves were on the way. It doesn't seem at this point like the Yankees were completely done with their revamping of their 2021 roster. And to our surprise, the trade deadline came and went, and the Yankees only made one more move prior to that 4 o'clock deadline. That was to acquire pitcher Andrew Haney from the Los Angeles Angels. Now, you may be saying to yourself, if you look at his numbers, they really don't jump off the board as fantastic in a way. 6-7, 5.27ERA, and has made 18 starts in 2021. He's another guy, age 30. He's been around the big leagues for a while in his seventh big league season. Remember, he was a former first-round pick in the 2012 draft, a guy that is eligible to be a free agent at the end of the year. So why did the Yankees make this move? The way that I saw this move was kind of similar to when they acquired Lance Lynn at the deadline a few years ago. A guy that, yes, the numbers weren't drastically impressive, You weren't going to circle him on your radar as the top 10 kind of pitcher in the league. But if you look deeper into the numbers, if you even compare Lynn at that time to Heaney, you could see a very similar resemblance. And this is a guy that I think the Yankees have liked for a while. He's been rumored with Brian Cashman for quite some time. And it just came to the point where the Yankees were able to get something done to acquire him. What do I expect from him? I expect him to join the rotation, obviously. The Yankees do have some reinforcements on the way, hopefully. We saw Clark Schmidt, Luis Severino. They should be on the way back in the near future, possibly even Corey Kluber. But the move makes a lot of sense. The Yankees need some starting pitching help. He's a guy that could come in and eat some innings. And who knows, maybe working with Matt Blake, the Yankees found something that they feel they can really improve this guy with. Another left-handed arm. He's a guy that... You know, it's a lower risk type of move, but it could pay high dividends for the Yankees moving forward. Yes, was I surprised that that was the only move prior to the deadline? Absolutely. Once we found out that Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo were being paid for by their former teams, I thought that Brian Cashman had some moves for sure to make. I thought that we were going to see maybe another reliever, maybe even another starting pitcher at that. Yankees were reported to be in on multiple starting pitchers, but seemed to be a little quiet as the deadline approached. And if you're looking at the landscape of the deals, 
Brian Cashman probably lucked out by making his deals early. Deals that went down on the actual trade deadline, you saw a lot of top prospects being dealt. Even a guy like Jose Barrios, who, you know, as talented as he could be, still has had an up and down big league career. You know, you see him bringing back top four prospects from organizations. It's just a very crazy deadline. One of the more exciting deadlines that we've seen, but Cashman jumping early may have saved the Yankees some of their top prospects. So now that we know the deals, Yankees made quite a few of them prior to the deadline. If I had to give the Yankees a grade from on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, I would give them a 7.5. First of all, I love, love, love the Joey Gallo deal. I absolutely love the Anthony Rizzo deal. I wish that they could have held on to Sessa. I think that he was a, a solid part of the bullpen, but the Yankees know better than anybody with their pen. He was the guy that was expendable. Maybe they didn't see him as a long-term fixture in the pen, but they ended up getting rid of Justin Wilson's contract. So I will give them that. I would have liked to have seen them add at least another starter, maybe a reliever at that as well. But overall, I think a 7.5 is good to give Brian Cashman. I definitely consider the Yankees winners at this deadline. When you come away with two star left-handed bats that could complement your lineup and really change the dynamic of your everyday lineup, it's going to pay dividends. And, you know, if Rizzo plays well, there's a very good possibility the Yankees say, look, this is the guy we want as our long-term first baseman. So I give him a 7.5. I consider them a winner. You know, when everybody else in the league seemed to be getting better, the Yankees were right there with them saying, you know what? We're the New York Yankees. We're going to make sure that we stay in this race. Other winners in my mind, I got to give the Dodgers credit for getting Scherzer and Turner. I think that was a very, very good move And at that. The Blue Jays going out and getting Barrios. I think they gave up a lot, but when you're in the middle of the race and, and you need that extra arm, you know, you got to give up something to get something. And they get another year of control with Barrios and who knows, maybe he becomes that ace that everybody has anticipated him to become. You know, a low-key move, we heard about his name a lot, Chris Bryant going to the Giants. I think that when they get healthy, you got guys like Tommy LaStella and Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford coming back. They could be really good. They could be really scary in that National League, especially considering that the Padres are now down Fernando Tatis. He could be out for the year with his shoulder injury, so who knows at that. You got to give them credit for going out to get Adam Frazier. I think that's a great move for them. There's a, there was a lot of good moves and a lot of big names did end up moving. A lot of executives have said this is the most craziest trade deadline we've seen in a very long time. And I think it has something to do with the fact there's no waiver deadline. Teams had to make their case if they're buyers or sellers by this point. There was no middle ground. You can't wait until... August to say, look, somebody's on the waiver wire. We're going to make a claim, try to grab them. That's not there anymore. So from this point on, these are the rosters you're dealing with. Yes, you could bring up guys from the minor leagues, but still, these are the guys that are going to dictate the rest of your 2021 season. I think there was a lot of positive moves. I think that the real contenders made their case to be contenders and happy for Yankee fans. The New York Yankees were right in the middle of it. I'm excited to see this team roll. I think that the reinforcements are going to help tremendously. And they're moves that not only help now, but will also help in the future as well. And the biggest plus, they stayed under the luxury tax. So it fit the needs of what the Yankees were trying to accomplish. 
And it all I think it, it was a win-win in general. You know, the fans were happy because the Yankees made some big splashes. Got some big name players to come in and help this team now. The organization was happy. They stayed under the luxury tax, a goal of theirs all season, and were able to add without really subtracting anything. And they used their depth of the organization to make these moves. A lot of their top name prospects are still within the organization. And who knows, maybe they could be assets in further trades and future trades, or maybe they will actually help the big league club at some point. But again, 7.5 for the Yankees deadline. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at PinstripeTalkND, my personal account at Nick Delahanty, and on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. This has been a special edition of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. As always, let's go Yankees. Let's amp up for the second half of the year. Hopefully we see a lot of Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo home runs over that span of time. We'll talk to you really soon. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.